Hello, everybody. I missed you guys last week. Um, it was Valentine's Day, so I was having a little bit of trouble um, keeping myself together. Um, I mean, things haven't always been perfect for, like, holidays, but this one was kind of, you know, just a little bit more difficult for me. It's kind of really starting to hit home, getting closer that, you know, this is my reality. Um, but I made it through, I processed, um, but this week I really want to talk about being toxic. Um, I was very frustrated last week. I was very angry and, you know, uh, every piece of me wanted to, you know, reach out and say, you know, Hey, let's hang out. Let's do something, you know, just to try to. And not so much as make another person mad or upset, but I'm, I was just so angry and so frustrated. And it's like, at this point, I really don't even care. And it made me realize quickly that that is toxic behavior. Like, I'm willing to, you know, spend some time with the person who I essentially say that I can't stand um, just because I don't want somebody else to be with them on said day or said situation, whatever the case may be. Um, and we, we do that a lot. I have watched um, Malcolm and Marie. Everybody had been watching this, this movie on Netflix and talking about it. And I literally had to turn it off because I was so triggered um, by the movie. I mean, it was really bothersome because... It made me realize how toxic we are, especially towards the people that we say we love. Like the entire conversation that they had or argument, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're really doing whatever it is that they can do to hurt each other. But you notice that Marie tried her best to kind of hold back because... I love him and I really don't want to hurt him, but he wasn't feeling the same way. He was digging deep. He was trying to do whatever he could to insult and belittle and just make her feel like she was absolutely nothing and then nothing without him. Like, are you kidding? But again, that's that's definitely, you know, our reality. And that used to be me. And I've said it several times, you know, I would, you know, start an argument and I would dig deep. I will pull out anything I could possibly think of because I want you to hurt. I want you to feel the pain that I'm feeling right now. And if I feel like whatever whatever I'm saying isn't working, then I'll just make up something. I'll make you think that I've done something. I'll make you think that you're the worst person walking this earth in this very moment because of how you've made me feel. And again, that is toxic. It is so toxic. You know, we do things, we'll, you know, get dressed. I, I remember several times, I'm like, I'm going out with my friends. I would get all dressed up, put on makeup, do everything that I needed to do, get in my car and go nowhere. Like, drive around, or if I did go somewhere, I would, like, pop at a bar, take some pictures, record some videos, just to make it seem like I was actually out having fun and doing something with no plans and it was mainly because like I wanted you to be angry I wanted you to think that I was out doing something or you know being disrespectful to you because at the end of the day that's essentially what it what it boils down to you know we go out and we seek attention from other people it's disrespectful it's very disrespectful but 
again they they don't care when they're doing it to us so in those moments i didn't care what i was doing um and that is definitely my toxic trait we all have them (laughs) but mine is definitely trying to seek revenge mine is definitely trying to make you hurt like i'm gonna get you back and i'm like the queen of get back so please don't test me and the most beautiful thing about being the queen of get back is unless i tell you you never know you never know what it was that i did or said or was able to accomplish all in the sake of getting you back um and I, I again, I, I know that it's bad. I know that it's toxic. It's something that I definitely need to work on. It's something that I am working on. Um, but we we definitely need to be able to own and acknowledge what our toxic traits are so that we can essentially move forward, you know, and grow as we focus on ourselves, as we figure out how to love ourselves, as we figure out how to, you know, work on our insecurities and, you know, my favorite word, you know, navigate this healing journey. We we need to understand what toxic is and what toxic looks like and what we can do to change it and to stop it. Um and, and for me, it's it's constantly coming up. It's kind of, you know, how like when you, you get drunk and you feel that in your stomach and it's like, well, you know, I, I feel it coming. That's that's the toxic for me. Like it's there. I feel it. I'm about to make it do something because right now I'm, I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I'm about to throw this toxic up real quick. Um because I now now I feel like you you're trying to do something you're trying to give me you're trying to hurt me and I need to do what I need to do to hurt you back. Um, I know another thing I used to do quite often was um, I, I was I was oftentimes the the victim in most situations and like I told you guys from the very beginning I am going to be real I am going to tell you guys the truth. There have been several situations where I have started an argument and started a fight. Just because I feel like you're you're ignoring me or you're not acknowledging my feelings. So now I need you to get get you to pay attention. You need to see how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. And you're not doing it the way that I'm expecting you to. So now I'm going to put it in your face. I'm going to make you see what it is that I'm feeling. I'm going to make you see how you are essentially affecting my day to day. And it would just be little things. You know, I, I would... You know, sometimes like make dinner but not make enough on purpose or like go and get food and not bring any back on purpose. I would shower and put on like perfume and sexy lingerie and then say don't touch me on purpose. Um, again, just just things to let, let you understand or let him understand that don't play with me. Like I am not in a position any longer to allow you to continue to treat me the way that you want to treat me because you feel like it. Um, and, and part of me again, and that's that toxic thing stuck around for so long because I feel like I don't, I didn't want anybody to kind of have what was mine. And like I said before, people don't belong to people. I definitely get it. But at the end of the day, we said, I do in front of our family, in front of God, in front of our friends, and essentially until death do us part. And since I'm not ready to die and I don't want to go to jail, 
you gotta come up with another solution and that's just you go your way and i'll go mine um and it's it's the best option for everybody at this time because otherwise things could definitely get ugly they could get a lot worse than they really are i was talking to one of my coworkers the other day and she was telling me how um she was in this abusive relationship and the guy used to like pull up at the job and tell her to come outside and when she got outside he would like beat her up in the car like drive her somewhere let's go get some lunch whatever the case may be and beat her up in her car either because he was angry she might have left out of work without out the house without saying goodbye before work um just just crazy insane stuff and what was what was even more frustrating was he was driving her car he didn't have a job he sat at home all day and if he wasn't at home all day he was out doing something with with women a habitual cheater and had the audacity to want to accuse and abuse her because of his crap. And she was just telling me, you know, it took her a long time to get out of it. And um, when she did get out, you know, she felt that sense of freedom. It was what she wanted. She started to love on herself. And she said, um, I had listened to your the first episode of your podcast. And literally the next day I saw him. And she was like, I, you know, entertained the conversation. We, you know, went out for drinks. And what was even more frustrating about all of that was she kind of admitted that she had essentially, like, wanted, re wanted revenge. It was... It was more so when they broke up, she didn't get the closure that she needed. So she entertained this with him. She, you know, went on dates after just that one one time seeing him went on dates. They hooked up a couple of times and then she just like stopped talking to him, just cut him off completely. And um, in, in those situations and again, that that was her toxic, toxic trait. She wanted revenge too she wanted closure she wanted him to th to know like you essentially didn't get one up on me um and what i told her was he did he did you allow him back into your space after you did all the work to be you know in the place that you're in right now you allow him back in to do everything that he's doing to you right now. And she's like, well, well, he's not doing anything to me right now because I'm not talking to him. I said, but the way that you're talking about him, you want to talk to him. You miss him. You miss his company. You And I get it. I get it. And she just started like cracking up and she pulled out her phone and she showed me a text message that she had sent him this morning saying, um, the message said, like, uh, I wasn't in the rotation of the good morning, beautiful text today. What's up with that? That was the message that she sent to him. And he responded, good morning, beautiful. And we both just, like, w were cracking up. Because, for one, men are trash. We can definitely all agree to admit that. But the fact that you just, like, you know that you you, you ain't shit. <laughs> like, you know. Like, whatever. I, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, good morning, beautiful. I'm about to tell you what you want to hear. And it's not so much that this is what she wants to hear. She's just not done. 
And again, she she admitted it. She admitted that she was having a good time, you know, rekindling that flame. And I really had no advice to give her. And I've, I've been saying this a lot lately. You know, people reach out to me and it's just like, I am in no position to be giving anybody any relationship advice. Like, my marriage failed miserably. And while I tried hard, I tried to use, you know, all the education and tools that I had in my back pocket to make it work. There was nothing that I can do to make my marriage work with the person who wasn't willing to do the same. So while I can definitely be a listening ear, I can, you know, let you cry on my shoulder and give you a box of tissue and some chocolate if you need it. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, my advice is worth nothing. Um, I, I can't say anything that's going to make you, you know, feel any different about the situation that you're in. I can talk to you about my experiences, which is what I've been doing lately. And just, you know, either you take it how you want to take it or, or not, but I cannot be the person to say, do this or do that leave him, don't leave him, leave her, don't leave her, you know, this is what you need to do to make it work, because no matter what you do, you can do all the right stuff for the wrong person, and it's still pointless, I mean, again, I was not perfect, but I ensured that everything was the way that it was supposed to be, I went to work, I came home, I cleaned up, I, I made sure that I tried to keep myself up. I went on vacations. We went on vacations. We went on dates. We hung out. We had fun. It still wasn't enough for somebody who constantly, you know, needed to have their ego fed. And like I said, you can do every everything you want to do. I was watching um, Plug Love the other day, too. And the girl, she's like all on her knees. Like, I'll do whatever you want me to do to not lose you. And I'm just listening. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is crazy because we are really like that. Like, whether we want to admit it or not, we are really like that. Especially those pick-me's. Because there's a whole bunch of those. Hey, hey, pick me, pick me. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll take care of you. i make sure my man's straight. i make sure my man's taken care of. i make sure my man happy, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm over here, but you're always single. You're always single or you're always in a relationship with a different dude. Like, okay, know about you over here but um what's her freaking at carmen carmen and plug love you know she's all on her knees i'll do whatever it takes just tell me what it needs what i need to do so i don't lose you and then essentially met somebody who it wasn't about the money it was it was about how he treated her and she was willing to you know give herself the permission to to feel because whatever the heck his name was rodney rico i don't know wasn't giving her the the feeling or the emotion that the other dude uh was and it just really made me think like we you know we we beg and we plead and we cry and we snot and you know we change our hair and we work out and we get new clothes and we switch it up and we do whatever it is that we need to do to get them to see us but they're not seeing us they over there looking at her and she the total opposite of you she's absolutely nothing of what you are, but this is what he's looking at and this is what he wants. And they wonder why we have so many insecurities. They wonder why, you know, we're crying and going crazy when they cheat with women who are oftentimes beneath us. Oftentimes, I have never been in a situation where the person that he cheated on me with was better than me. 
under no circumstance. And while it's not to say, you know, I'm better than people in general, but I, I have to say often, let's, you, you need to play catch up a little bit. Like you, you work at Dollar Tree or wherever it is that you work at the shoe store. I, I don't really care. Yeah, you have a job, but so what? I have a career. Let's have a conversation about these degrees that I have. Let's conversation have a conversation about these flights that I take. Let's have a conversation about how I live. Let's have a conversation about our bank accounts. Let's have those kind of conversations while you running around here trying to keep up with the Joneses and you ain't got a dollar to your name. So it just really made me like, you know, think about how... You know, y'all y'all try to make it seem like, and now y'all, because I, I keep saying it, I know all men are not the same. Fucking most of y'all are, but a lot of men are not the same. Because um, I've, I've seen it, you know, like my, my brother-in-law, while, you know, everybody has their issues, he is a freaking stand-up guy. Like, stand-up guy. I commend him. It's absolutely amazing the way he takes care of his family. You know, all those things are important. And again, everybody has their own their own issues. I have a a coworker who has been with her husband for 28 years. 28 years. And this lady told me that in 28 years he has never not one time been unfaithful to her. Not once. That's that's commendable. And she basically said like we have problems in other areas that we need to to deal with. It's not always about being unfaithful, but you know, that's how we think about things, you know, ups and downs and cheating. And, you know, the ups and downs of marriage does not include, you know, being unfaithful to one another. That's about, you know, building up trust and being able to lean on each other when times are tough and times are tough. But that does not mean that you get to go sleep with somebody else because you're having a bad day or because you feeling like I'm not telling you how amazing you look in your new outfit today. Like, it's it's just not okay. Um, so, yeah, you know, we, like I said, we all have our, have our toxic traits, our toxic um, moments, because it doesn't happen all the time where we are constantly in a battle with the other person that we say that we love, but... When it does happen, it happens to a point where we we destroy each other. I mean, how do you say you love somebody, but you are doing your best in any given moment to destroy them, to make them feel like the scum of the earth? How? How is that even okay? And if it's that serious, then maybe you guys don't need to be together. Now, you know, back to Malcolm and Marie, I didn't finish the movie. I had to turn it off. I think I turned it off when she was in the tub and he um, was talking about her committing suicide with the, with the scissors. Um, I, I turned it off after that. It was just a little bit too much for me at that moment. Um, but again, it was because I was I was so triggered. I've been in those situations where... The entire conversation was a battle of who could hurt who the most. Um, and most oftentimes, while I probably walked away pretending like I was unscathed, that wasn't the truth. Like, those conversations and arguments are, again, what shapes and molds our insecurities when it comes to how we look at ourselves, how we love ourselves, you know, how we day to day ourselves so I can get dressed and put my clothes on and you know 
think that I look good. And then in the back of my mind, I remember a conversation of him saying, you know, oh, you had to do this to make yourself look look good. Or you had to wear this to make yourself look good. Or why did you need to put the makeup on? Or what's up with the weave? You know, whatever the case may be. And it's just like, how am I supposed to feel anything other when I'm constantly being torn down and beat down for essentially the way that I look? Because there was never any other thing that I could be beat down for. <laughs> um, which, again, is an- another thing that I could add on top of my my toxic traits. I would do my best to make my partner feel as dumb as I possibly could. I would use big words on purpose. I would, you know, pull out theories and concepts knowing that he had no idea what I was talking about. Um, and for me, that was my one up because you could never compete with me when it comes to those situations ever. So um, while you can sit here and say you didn't like my outfit this day or you didn't like my hair this day, and I'm just like, okay, that's fine, but can you spell on a monopoeia looking at you know like and and again like like I said I am trying my best to navigate this as best as I possibly can but I just and, and I know that I'm not there I keep saying that I'm gonna wake up one day and the peace is just gonna be all through me the peace is gonna be in my face the peace is gonna be in the way that I walk the peace is gonna be in the way that I talk and it's not here. It's not here yet. I know that it's going to take some time. I know that I cannot rush this process, but I am still in the mode where I feel the need to be toxic. I am still in the mode where I feel angry and frustrated. And I have days where it's like, what can I do to make myself feel better? And if that means using somebody else in the process then that's just what I have to do um and again I'm, I'm working on this daily 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 it's getting a lot easier for me to be alone in my own space just me and my baby you know if he's sleeping like he's sleeping now you know I'm able to you know get some some peace sip my wine you know enjoy a dessert whatever the case may be if I need to work out with the YouTube video, take a bath, you know, whatever it is that I can to enjoy my little bit of time to enjoy my space. Um, but I have to admit that I am afraid that this toxic part of me is lasting a little longer than I expected it to. Um, my birthday's coming up. I am about to be 34 years old and you know, this this was my Jesus year. Jesus, while people may believe and some people don't, um, he he was absolutely everything that you know the Bible said that he was. Because I'm I'm not gonna go into debt. I'm not debt. I'm not gonna go into detail again because everybody is not you know religious or everybody does not believe in Jesus, and that's fine. But I don't think that I spent 33 doing everything that I set out to do. Um, one thing I can say about 33 is though I received the biggest blessing, the biggest miracle. And we know that God is in the miracle working business. 
this baby boy is everything that I absolutely imagined he would be. And I don't want to be toxic in front of him. Um, I don't want him to experience that from from me. Um, I know that I can't shelter him from everything. As he gets older, he's going to see things. He's going to experience things on his own. But he's not going to see that coming from his mother. Which is why I need to work hard, hard to navigate as best as I possibly can this toxic personality that is bubbling and growing into a big green nasty monster inside of me because I'm so angry and so hurt and so broken you know I remember somebody saying too like you know why are you so upset you keep on saying you weren't perfect you weren't this but it's like at the end of the day and I, I you know I've said this before no I wasn't perfect but I was perfect for him. And when he did something to me, it was, again, that retaliation piece. It wasn't that I was just, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do like he was. He did whatever he wanted to do with no regard for my feelings, no regard for how it was going to affect me in the end. He did not care. That wasn't the case for me. I even stopped myself on several occasions from doing things because I immediately thought about how it would make him feel. And I needed to, I had to stop doing that to myself because he didn't care how he made me feel. So, you know, I just said all that to say I am not new. I am, again, about to be 34 years old and I am still emotionally. Um, in the same space that I was seven, eight months ago when this major separation happened. And while, again, I'm getting better, you know, better, it's, it's slowly ticking. It's slowly. It's a slow process. It's like a freaking snail walking across the deserted island or something. I don't, I don't know what's happening, but... And again, it's day by day. I get it. Day by day, it's going to take me some time. And at this point, it's really all that I have to hold on to is the fact that time is what I need to get myself together. Time is what I need to process and move forward. And while I keep saying that I do not want to be toxic um it's all I have right now it's really what's keeping me afloat and my toxic behaviors are I know in the end probably only going to make things worse but for the moment I'm feeling okay I am Sitting here, I have several thoughts in my head about what to do next um, as far as this this situation is concerned, and most of them don't end well. <laughs> um, 
So that's why I have to keep talking to you guys. I have to keep writing. I have to keep meditating, which I am getting so good at, you guys. So good. Sitting in silence. Because before, like I said, I used to have to have some music or the TV or something. But now I can. And it's not long because I, I, it does still get uncomfortable. But at least I can do it now. I can sit, you know, just in a space. Take some deep breaths and just sit uncomfortably in my silence. Um, and it's it's helping. It, it's definitely helping. Um, my mind isn't as clear and blank as I would like it to be in those moments. Um, but I'm, I'm able to do it. And I know it's going to get easier and easier as I keep trying. So I definitely appreciate the tips from my friend about how to navigate that space. Because like I said, it is working for me big time um i just got excited about that because you know i was i was able to do it before i started recording um because i'm like what am i going to talk about this week you know i had an idea to you know just talk about love like i said last week was valentine's day but it's like i would be a fraud if i got on here and talked about oh i'm so i believe in love and i want everybody to be happy no the fuck i don't um (laughs) i'm kidding i do I want everybody to be happy. Um, but I need to, of course, focus on myself and my own happiness. Um, I'm not, I'm going to be no good to anybody else if I can't, you know, get this, get this right. Um, so I know that I have to do the work. I have to do the work. I have to, you know, keep holding myself accountable, um, as it relates to this healing journey. Cause baby, it's definitely been tough. Um, Today, um, like I said, this week's episode is toxic. I am, again, drinking Stella Rosa. Tonight, it's berry. Um, I've had this kind before. I don't know if it was because I've been drinking the red for the last couple of weeks that I'm not really feeling this berry one tonight, but um, it's not very yummy. I probably won't get this one for a while. Um, The Stella Rosa red is absolutely my favorite. Um... Like I said, pineapple is good. Mango is good. Um, there's a couple other ones that I that I like too, but that red one is absolutely the best. So, um, if you guys want the playlist in the background, please let me know. Um, if you want to send me songs that you want to hear in the background on the podcast, please let me know. I definitely appreciate all your love and support over the last couple of weeks. Um, again, last week was difficult for me because it was valentine's day next sunday is my birthday and um i i kind of have a tiny treat for you guys um i want to be able to share some very personal experiences and details with you guys um as it relates to you know love and how I have been able to, I guess, survive these last 15 some odd years. So when I talk to you guys next week, just be prepared. Um, I, (laughs) again, I want to be honest. I want to be real. I want to be raw with you guys. So I look forward to chatting with you next week. If you have any questions at all, please, please let me know. We are, again, short and sweet this week. 31 minutes. I can I can take it. Um, 
I appreciate you so, so much. I love you.